0: Welcome to So Choose Joy. I'm your host, Dana Stone, and I invite you to join me in learning how to experience true joy every day as we navigate the highs and lows of this amazing journey that we call life. Welcome back to Episode 5 of my So Choose Joy podcast. Today, I'm going to share my fifth midnight to morning moment, learning how the love of God can move us from failure to victory. It's been over 10 years since daddy died. Tears of sadness and grief have slowly transitioned into tender smiles and sweet memories. Our relationship wasn't always perfect. None ever are. But I can say without hesitation one of the most important gifts Daddy ever gave me was that he always found a way to speak life into me no matter the circumstance. In good times and bad, Daddy never wavered in his unconditional love for me. Today I want to share a personal memory of him, a moment in time when he chose to speak hope, encouragement, and faith into my life when I felt like a total failure, failure, falling short, the inability to perform, a lack of success. I come from a military family. Daddy served over 20 years as an army officer and our home, like the military, was very structured. There were firm rules and boundaries. And as I grew up, I learned how to abide by them and stay inside the confines of those rules. Daddy served a tour during the Korean War and two tours of Vietnam and numerous temporary duty assignments. He was gone a lot. And when he was home, he sometimes struggled to find a way to fit into our family dynamics. Even though he wasn't very demonstrative or vocal with his affections for us, we knew Daddy loved us. Being the baby of the family, I probably had it quite a bit easier than my older brother and sister. And as they became adults and moved out of the house, I had my parents all to myself through most of my high school years. I didn't want for much, and because my parents were a little older than most and had already raised two children, my life was simple and more relaxed during those years. That all changed. When I went off to college, those rules and boundaries that had been such a normal part of my life suddenly disappeared overnight. And I spent most of that first semester living outside the box I had lived in the first 17 years of my life. I had a great time that semester, but reality hit at the end of it when I awakened to the realization that going to class was a critical component of actually passing the class. You know that bad dream that everyone has while they're in college? The one where you wake up and realize you have a final in a class that you forgot to go to the entire semester? Well, that was my reality, except I hadn't forgotten to go to class. I had chosen fun over attending to my studies. And with that choice, I had now managed to fail four of my five classes. I knew my parents were going to be none too happy about my foolish behavior, and failure was written on my heart at that moment. With Christmas break quickly approaching, I knew when I got home I was going to have to face the music. Back then, grades were mailed directly to your parents and my grades would already be there by the time I got home. So I secretly planned to arrive home late at night after my parents had gone to bed, hoping I could at least get one good night's sleep before the punishments were handed down. I snuck in the front door, quietly made my way upstairs to my bedroom, and closed the door, breathing a sigh of relief that I had made it in without waking them up. As I turned on the light, a handwritten letter on my pillow caught my eye. The handwriting was unmistakable. Daddy had the most beautiful penmanship and I recognized it immediately. My heart sank and my initial thought was that he was so angry with me that he didn't even want to face me in person. I sat down on the edge of my bed took a deep breath and picked up the letter. Here's what it said. Dana, your mother and I are with you all the way in your academic pursuits. All you have to do is give it your all. We can ask no more. We know you feel bad about your grade slip. So do we. But don't let past performances influence your perception of who you are And what you are capable of in the future. You can do better because you know you can. The first semester can be a great opportunity for any new college student or it can be a total disaster. What makes the difference is how you handle it either way. Don't get uptight over things in the past that you can't change. Just look at the future as an opportunity in which to excel past any failure and move forward to success we believe in you and we love you dad in that moment daddy had chosen to show me that his love for me was unconditional he chose to let me know he was in my corner that he believed in me and that he was confident that the future held great things in store for me He chose to look past the disappointment of my failure, the frustration of the financial sacrifices that he had endured to make college possible for me, and to forgive the poor decisions I made that had led to that moment. Instead, he chose to speak life into me. And the next morning, there he was with arms wide open telling me that he was confident that the lessons learned from my momentary failure would lead to great victory in the future and they did so my question for you today is this have you failed at something that you don't think you can overcome do you feel like you don't have the ability to rise above that moment and find firm footing again Is the enemy telling you that your failure will lead to a lifetime of regret and consequences? Has he written failure on your heart? How do we overcome falling short in life? How do we walk in the morning light of victory? Victory to triumph to experience success or superior position against an opponent, difficulty, or situation. You know, that simple note from Daddy, let me know I wasn't in it alone, and that failure was not the end of my story. He could have chosen in that moment to berate me, condemn me, and give up on me, but he didn't. He chose to show me through his words and his actions that he saw the best in me and that he would stand beside me even when I fell and failed. It gave me the courage to look failure in the face, learn from it and make choices that changed the course of my life. I went back to college, put in the hard work, graduated with honors, met and married the man of my dreams. And now, 39 years later, we've been blessed with four amazing children and six grandchildren so far. I gave my life to the Lord in my 20s, and He hasn't left my side since. His Holy Spirit has walked with me through other failures and disappointments and taught me valuable lessons along the way that have steadied my feet and allowed me to keep moving forward in victory with hope and joy. Romans 8.1 starts by saying, Therefore, there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. The whole chapter speaks the truth of sacrifice made, sin covered by precious blood, life offered freely, righteousness obtained, and inheritance received and eternal glory yet to come. The chapter closes by saying, No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. Did you catch that? We are more than conquerors. Those words need to ring out in our spirit. We need to hear and receive the truth that any failure we experience in the past, the present, or the future, cannot and will not separate us from the love of God, because the cross took care of it all. We need to know that we are more than any lie the enemy whispers to our hearts, because we are a child of God, an heir to his eternal throne we need to understand that the same Jesus that died on the cross once for all and is the hope of eternal glory lives in us through the Holy Spirit and he speaks truth that will last through all eternity and fills us with the love, forgiveness, and grace. An heir to his throne. Let's ponder that for just a moment. Isaiah 6.1 says, I saw the Lord seated on a throne, high and exalted, and the train of his robe filled the temple. In Old Testament times, when a king won a battle over another king, he would take the spoils of the kingdom and bring them back with him to his. But more significantly, as a symbol of his victory, he would cut a piece of the defeated king's robe and have it sewn into his own robe. The length of a king's robe testified to the number of victories he had secured and was a visual display of his great power and might. Now the temple was the place where the priests would present the sins of the people, make a sacrifice on their behalf, And because the temple was where the presence of God resided, they could then be made clean of their sins. That was the way it was in Old Testament times. And then Jesus came. His willingness to go to the cross and his resurrection from the dead allowed us to become the temple where God himself resides through his Holy Spirit. The train of his robe now covers us. It covers us with victory. It reminds us that he has already defeated every attack that has and will come against us. It enables us to wrap ourselves in his greatness, his majesty, his power and his strength because we as children of God are his heirs. When we're weary, we can rest in the comfort, and warmth his robe provides, secure in the knowledge that we have a warrior protector watching over us. And when we are strong enough to regain our footing, we can stand again cloaked in his power, confident that we are overcomers through him, and that the victories he has already won for us are sewn into the very fabric of our being. As humans, we are going to fall short. We're going to fail, but those failures do not define us. The cross defines who we are, children of God. The love that was born on that cross gives us the courage to rise up every time we stumble and fall it gives us the courage to begin again because we have the hope of glory living within us god is victorious and it is through his sacrifice that we can be too no matter what failure we may experience he is the one true god eternal and everlasting he reigns in majesty and rules over every corner of the heavens and the earth. He's our redeemer. His shield and his sword have defeated the enemy on our behalf. Friend, because of him, you can stand worthy as a child of God, not on your own accord, not for anything you can do or say, but because of all that was done through the cross so can i encourage you with this today no matter what your experiences have been in life no matter how many times you've gotten off course no matter what failure you may have experienced you have a daddy that is for you a heavenly father whose love for you is unconditional he's in your corner He believes in you and he wants you to know that your future holds great things in store for you. He looks past your failures, forgives the poor decisions you've made, and enables you through his Holy Spirit to receive his loving correction and move forward to achieve your goals and more importantly, Walk in the calling and purpose he has for your life with confidence and joy. His love letter is written down for you to read anytime you need encouragement, hope, clarity, or wisdom. His heart of love will change the course of your life for good. God doesn't berate, condemn, or give up on us, ever. He loves us. He chose us. He chose you. Psalm thirty-seven twenty-four says, Though he falls, he will not be overwhelmed, for the Lord is holding his hand. Will you choose to take his hand and let his love penetrate those places in your life where failure has left you feeling defeated and discouraged. You don't have to sneak around and hide failure like I did that night, all those years ago. Let the light of his love shine truth on the enemy's attempt to speak darkness and death. Failure is not your name and does not hold your future. You aren't alone in this world because God is always with you. Choosing to receive and embrace his love, his wisdom, and his counsel will be the best decision you ever make. Failure will happen. It's part of life. There's a quote that says, a failure is not a loss. It's a gain. You learn, you change, you grow. The idea behind the quote is good, but I believe it's slightly misdirected. What we need to understand is that every failure creates an opportunity for God to teach us something about Himself. It allows Him to bring about needed change that produces a more clearly defined purpose in our lives, and it gives us the opportunity to grow in the truth that we are dependent upon His sovereignty in every area of life. It's through those lessons that we can then claim victory over failure, because our gain is that we draw closer to Him. Just like Daddy did for me that morning, the arms of the Savior are open, ready to show you just how much He loves you And that is the most important gift you will ever receive from the best daddy you will ever know. Let's pray. Lord life can be challenging and this human body will fall and fail. Help me to learn, change, and grow closer to you through every failure, so that I can experience more of your glory and power in my life. May your purposes and plans for my life bring victory not only to me, but to the kingdom. And may I reflect your glory for all to see. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, some focus scriptures for you this week. Deuteronomy 20, verse 4. For the Lord your God is the one who goes with you to fight for you against your enemies to give you victory. 1 Corinthians 15 verse 57 Thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Philippians 4 verse th- 13 I can do all things through him who strengthens me. And Romans 5 verses 3 through 5. Not only that, but we rejoice in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance, endurance produces character, and character produces hope. And hope does not put us to shame, because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit. May the Lord bless you and keep you and make his face shine upon you. Look forward to being with you next time. thanks so much for joining me today. May the joy of the Lord be yours today. See you next time.